Namaste and welcome to Kidacity, where kids share, learn and have fun together. I'm your host Samar Chitta and this is episode 34. Bananas are not fruits. This week was a special week for me as I got to celebrate my birthday with my family and close friends. I was meeting a few of them after almost a year. I also visited Asia's largest monolith hills, which is a place called Savanadurga near Bangalore. The monolith is a structure which consists of a single massive rock or stone. It is a great place to trek and I'll be going back there soon. The Great Wall of China is the only man-made structure visible from space. Albert Einstein had failed in his math class. It's time to pass some of these myths in and more in our segment called Mythbusters. What are the most common fruits you can think of? Apple, mangoes, bananas, strawberries. But wait, do you know that bananas are actually not fruits? Bananas grow on some thing that is the size of a tree, but it's actually a plant. If you cut a banana plant and inspect it closely, you will see that it doesn't have any woody fibers. It has strong stalks and leaves, but doesn't have a trunk and branches. And since bananas don't produce mature seeds, they're technically considered as berries. In India, all parts of the banana plants are used for different purposes. The leaves make great eco-friendly plates. The stalk and the flower are used for making curries or stews and the fruit. Sorry, berries are eaten raw. Even the banana peel can be used for compost. Another fun fact relating to fruits is that a brinjal is actually a fruit, not a vegetable. It's now time for some good news. Due to COVID-19, watching other matches was restricted in many countries. However, one basketball team in Miami is allowing ticket holders to watch the match if they pass the test of COVID-19 sniffing dogs. Many countries have trained dogs to sniff the virus and claim that the success rate is almost 94%. For those who are allergic or afraid of dogs, a rapid test is also available. All of us know of owls, but have you heard of a snowy white owl? Can you imagine how pretty it would be? One such owl was spotted in Central Park in New York this week, and experts say this had happened almost after 130 years. Snowy owls are native to the Arctic tundra region and migrate south during winters and are usually spotted on beaches. Flying cars are now not restricted to movies alone now. A company in UK called Urban Airport has partnered with Hyundai Motors to develop an airport required for flying cars. From November of this year, people can visit this facility in Coventry, England and see passengers carrying drones and vertical takeoff and landing on the landing pad. 
This is a part of the UK government's program to develop zero emission flying and new air vehicles. That is all for this week's good news. Konnichiwa is zooming. We all love, 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 love stories. And in this series of short stories written by me, I will take you into the world of Izumi, a hard-working robot maker from Japan. The fourth story is called Izumi and the Pot of Gold. Izumi and Akira went to the location on the map, which was close to Tokyo Airport. The location was at Terminal 60, Gate 500. Izumi had to leave Akira behind, but promised that he would pick him up. Izumi went to the gate and looked everywhere around it, but didn't find anything. Suddenly, it struck him. He thought that he actually had to go on the plane at the gate. He got a ticket and boarded the plane. He tried to research any places that the clue could be hidden in. After three hours of analysis, he found three spots, the Buckingham Palace, the London Bridge, and the Big Ben. After flying for six hours, he landed in London and went straight to the Buckingham Palace and looked around it. He found a piece of paper and it said, the robot capital of the world. Izumi knew that the clue said he had to go back to Tokyo. He immediately took the flight back to Tokyo and the first thing he did when he reached was to get Akira. Izumi and Akira went to Tokyo Skytree, Tokyo's tallest tower. They looked around the building and saw that there was a clue hidden behind the elevator sign. It said 100. Izumi knew that it was the top floor of the Tokyo Skytree. He rushed to the top floor and as soon as the elevator door opened, a weird light blinded him. It was shining from Kinza, the electronic capital. They decided to get there. The closer they got, the closer and closer the light got. They kept walking until they were right next to the building the light was coming from. It was an electronic store. Izumi tried to make sense of the light and looked around the store. He discovered a pattern in the electronic devices. 141289C. What could this be? Was it a number plate of a car or an address? Izumi thought it was easier to find the, uh, for an apartment with the address. The duo went there. It was a very odd apartment. The furniture must have been from the 16th and 17th century. He explored a bit more and found an electronic clock that was ticking and found a note that said, You are the chosen one. Here is a clue. Hard work, leisure, happiness, joy. All of these come together in this one place. Izumi realized that the place the clue was talking about was the Tokyo Mall. In the Tokyo Mall, people volunteered in activities, which was the hard-working part. And also, there are many people who have fun there. When Izumi went to the mall, he saw a sign. It read, Children. The clues were getting tougher and tougher and tougher. What could children mean? 
Izumi decided to try going to a toy store. He went to the store and looked around. Suddenly, a trap door opened and he was pulled down. Akira also jumped into the trap door. When Izumi opened his eyes, he was speechless. There were pots covered with silk cloth. He opened one of them and saw gold coins and diamonds. He fainted. Akira barked and Izumi woke up. Then the robot Megamind appeared. The robot Megamind said, Good job finding all of these clues. Izumi thanked the robot Megamind for leaving these clues for him and for the great adventure. We are at the end of the show and I want to leave you with an interesting fact. Did you know that Airbus, one of the largest aircraft producers, is working towards a zero emission plane called Zero E? Airbus plans to launch this plane in 2035. There are three different types of planes. The first is a turbofan plane, the second is a turboprop plane, and the last is a blended wing body, BWB plane. I hope we all get to travel on these eco-friendly planes soon. Until next week, goodbye and Jay Hick from Kidacity.